We're now entering into the into the into the keenness the Budalevi. Budalevi. They're different from the other keenness. We're up to Kina Lamadvov. See in the Halay Sashali Lil Shlamasirai. It's different from these keenness are already different from the other keenness. Levi, everybody knows, in his whole Mitzvah was as a cell. So finally, he was able to go to as a cell. Whoever's learned the Kuzer, he knows that as a cell filled his entire existence. And it was also, according to the legends that we have, it's not clear that his his life ended very shortly after he arrived in as a cell. Just the tachlis of his life was to get there. These keenness that we have now, the tzion, all these keenness, not all of them are Yehuda Levi. There are others, Rabbi Avim, Hachayza, and other. We have from other Rishonim, Sion Klilas Yofi, and so on. Sion Ateris, Ateris Svi. That's from Moshe Adarshan from Würzburg. These are keenness that are devoted entirely to describing the glory and the splendor of Yushalayim and Yisrael. Without the usual uh, contrast and loss, we just said about Seisim Yushalayim, Seisim Yisrael. The beauty of Yushalayim and Yisrael. So I want to explain a little bit before we enter into this into this part of the kinnis and coming more towards the end of the kinnis. We just saw not this Shabbos, but we saw before by the Chalukas Arts when the land was divided. There's a remarkable lotion that the Torah uses. That we see all the time, but of course, until until we look at the Mepharshim, we don't understand that we don't see that it's so special. Says Zois Haaris Asher Tipol Lachem Benachla. Zois Haaris Asher Tipol Lachem Benachla. Eretz of course, at the end of the Midbar, Eretz is being divided according to the Shvatim into the different territories. This is the land that will fall to you in the inheritance and how it will be divided. How it will be divided. So what word is what word is interesting here? What word is unusual? What word could have been what word could have been replaced with a much easier way of saying it? No? Tipa. There are ways to say it. The Torah says, This is the land that will fall into its divided parts for each shavit. So Chazal pointed this out in the Medrash. 
Achzal isk. The chihar is my fellows. What does that mean? Ashetipa. That the land is falling. The chihar is my fellows. Falling means to collapse. That's the way you use That's what it usually means. The chihar is my fellows. I like siv. The chihar is la ilam aymedes. Shalom Aleph says in Kehelis, the Haaretz Lailam Aymedes. Eretz Yisrael is not no fellas. It's not falling. It's standing. Forever. So what does it mean? Zaysar Zashatipal Lachem Benachla. So I was looking, I was looking. By by midbar, we're going to be relaying the parsha. I was looking the end of this madrash. I was looking at different svarim. And I saw something very beautiful from Rabbi Shlomo Kulogus. Rabbi Shlomo Kulogus says that we find in Tanakh. Chazal make a point of this. Of, point, of pointing this out, we find in Tanakh that one of the words for davening is nefila, throwing oneself down, falling down, pleading to Hashem. It's one of the shyness of tefila. There's it's a lotion of tefila. I it says. That's what we're learning now. That's I I fell down. I threw myself on the floor to daven to Hashem. So Shlomo listen to this. Shlomo Kulu says it says in Eicha, Darchet Siyon Avelus. The roads and the streets of Tzion of Yerushalayim are Avelus. They're empty, they're desolate. So it's like a place of mourning. So the measure says, Listen, listen to these words. Hakol Mervakesh Tafkidan. Everything and everyone is Mervakesh Tafkidan, is seeking to fulfill its purpose and its and its goal or its role in existence. Such an interesting lesson. Hakol Mervakesh Tafkidan. Even streets. Even streets. So what's the Medjah saying? Everything in this world was created with a tafkid. Everyone, and not only everyone, but everything. Those who learn the Svamakadayusha know that it's a very big Indian. Hakol, Hakol, Mevakesh, Tafkidan. The Medrash is learning that the streets of Yushalayim, the roads of Yushalayim, are themselves in a state of mourning. 
this connects to what we were saying before with the keenness. Why? So Shlomo Kluge explains that Tachlis of Yisrael is to be filled with Eden, is to be filled with Jews. That's the Tachlis of Yisrael. To be filled with those who love her and appreciate her and understand her and who were created for her. Yushalayim was created for Jews to carry them from one place to the next, to house them, to inspire them, to give them flowers to smell and trees to sit under. Yushalayim was created. was created for us. That's for Yushalayim's existence. That's its tafkid. The Oile Regel, which we know the simple pshat, the Dachit Sina Velas Mimlimoyimoyid, is that is that the, the, the roads of Echisol are mourning because there used to be thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of Jews, millions of Jews, who would be coming here to go up to Yushalayim for for Shalosh Regal. So, Therefore, Pshlam Kluge says, Echisol is davening, listen, is crying out itself and davening to Hashem this land, Tipol, is a lotion of davening. This is a unique place. There is no other place like this in the world. Ireland is not crying out for Irish. Italy is not crying out for Italians. There's only one place like this in the world. Eretz is crying. It's davening Tashem is It's mespalo. What? Lachem benachla. My tafkid is to be a nachla for Jews. That's my tafkid. I was created for that. It's true. Ireland is supposed to take care of people who live there, and Italy takes care, and Greece takes care. All those places have a tafkid also to take to take care of the people who are there. But the Tachlis Habriya of all oiliness is, is felt missing by Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, And that's why the Medjus of Shlomo Kluge says, that's what the Medjus says over here. Lachem Mahu Lachem Lachem Hu Lachem hi ruuya. Lachem hi ruuya. The roads of Eretz Yisrael, the streets of Yushalayim, the gardens, the pathways. Lachem hi ruuya. That's why it says, Lachem. They were made, designed, custom designed. Every single, every single curve and turn. Every single place is Lachem hi ruuya. Lachem Hiruya. It was custom made, even though we don't always feel like that when you're there. That's Alchisar. But Lachem Hiruya. That means, Shlomo Kuluga says, that Eretz is waiting and davening. Lachem Hiruya for the Zivik, for the Shidduch, because the Zivik. Of, of, of Eretz Yisrael is Knesset Yisrael. 
And since Hakal Mevakesh Tafkidon, everything in the world is seeking the fulfillment of its purpose in creation, its Tachlis. So the Eretz Yisrael has one Tachlis. Lochem Benachla. That's the Tachlis of Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, Pshlan Akulga says, Hinoifelis. Boicham Vakeshes Umispalans. Therefore, Eretz Yisrael is not like other places. For her Jews to come back. For her Jews to come home. See, here we have a Torah. This reminds me of a Torah from the Rugas of Baisen. That, that, that some of you might remember that I read very quickly at Shalashudas, Pasha's Bahar. A few sentences from this Rugas of Baisen. It's Shemitah. And the Pazik says, Ki Savoyu al Haaretz. Pazik says, When you will come to the land. And then the Torah goes on and says, Vishav Saharetz Shabbos Lashem. When you come to the land, then the land will rest Shabbos Lashem. Shemitah. Rashi says over there, Kishayim Shenema Bishabbos Bereshis. This is the way that it says, similar to what it says by Shabbos Bereshis, by Shabbos of the week in time. Just like by Shabbos in time, the seventh day of the week, it's a Shabbos Lashem. So too in the world, when Eden, when we will come, Kisavoyo El Haaretz, then the Shabbos Haaretz, Shabbos Lashem, then the land will rest. So some of you might remember that Rukh says the following. That Eretz Yisrael, the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael was created for the sake of Am Yisrael. And since the day of creation, since the Barsham created the world, Eretz Yisrael is Oymid Mitzata, is standing and waiting to be Misyached. The Rukh says such a thing. To be Misyached, it means to become unified to marry and to become one. With what? In Knesset Yisrael, with the Jewish people. And therefore, Lucas Boisim says that when the Ovais and the Imohais, when our fathers and mothers finally made their way, when Avram Avinu, when they finally came to Yisrael, Shok the land was quieted down. It was appeased. It felt better. Yisrael felt better. It was quiet. Why? Because there was finally a yichud, a unification, a bonding between Eretz Yisrael and its purpose in creation, which is Kedushas Yisrael. The Ovis. And the Imahos were there. Unfortunately, Sofkal Sof, of course, Shvatim, we had to leave. They left they left Echisel, they went to Mitzrayim. And then the Rukhasabhasim says from that time, Echisel was Misaneches Umitztaeris. From that time Echisel was crying and was filled with tsar because of this separation, this forced separation between her existence, Echisel's Kedusha, and Kedusha Yisrael, which is her zivig, which is her shidduch, her zivig. 
So that's why it says, Kisavoyu El Haaretz. The Torah says that when you will come to the land, when the Jews will come to the land, when we will return to the land, Kisavoyu El Haaretz, Asher Ani Noisan Lachem, Lachem Hiruuyu, that I'm giving to you because it's only for you. Vishav Saharetz Shabbos Lashem. Then and only then can the land experience peace. Only then will the land be able to be at rest. The same way Rashi says by Shabbos Bereshis. That over there everybody knows it says that through the six days of creation the world was missing what? Menucha was missing Shabbos. Rashi brings down What was the world? The Rosham created the world. And the world didn't have its tachlis, its purpose, its menucha, which means, vayanach means, its tachlis, its purpose. So the same way by Shabbos, only when Shabbos came, bo Shabbos, bo menucha. When Shabbos came into the world, I, then the world was able to say, I, now I understand why I'm here. Bo Shabbos, bo menucha. We feel that. A person, every one of us should feel that when it comes to Shabbos. Nobody in his right mind feels that the tachlis is until Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, oy, even if you're icing in something during the week that's very choshev, but you don't, you're, not, you're not thinking clearly during the week. But Shabbos, Bar Menucha, then you remember, why am I here? What's the tachlis of my life? Why the Baruch put me in the world? Bar Shabbos, Bar Menucha. That's the Menucha. Menucha doesn't mean to lie down. That's good to lie down, but that's, that's not. Bar Shabbos, Bar Menucha. Menucha means, Ha'akom Mavakesh Tafkidon. Menucha means when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's Hakam Avakish Tafkidon. Everything in the world is seeking to fulfill its Tachlis. Hakam Avakish Tafkidon. So during the week, there's this lack of rest and peace, not only because life is hard or difficult. You might have an easy life. You might be uh, floating around on, you know, on, on, some, uh, on some raft somewhere, drifting off into, into oblivion in some resort place or something like that. But your task, your tachlis is not, that's not your tachlis. How come mevakis tafkidon? Or bo Shabbos, when Shabbos comes, then bo menucha. Then the vayonach of Shabbos is, oh, that's why I'm here. That's why, that's why I exist. And the whole world felt that relief when Shabbos came. Of bo Shabbos, bo menucha. So that's what Rashi is saying. Arugas Abraham says, Rashi says over here, kishay by Shemitah, kishayim shenema b'Shabbos b'Rashis. That just like by Shabbos Bereshis, it came to what Vayonach Bar Shabbos Bar Menucha, so too when it comes to Eretz Yisrael Befrat, Kisavoyu El Haaretz. Eretz Yisrael is constantly falling. Falling means nafelas, davening, crying. The same way we're waiting Shabbos, when will be Shabbos? Eretz when will Knesset Yisrael be here? When will Jews return to me? Rocham Avak Al she can't be comforted until that time of Yeshavu Banim Lugvul, until her children are back. So only when it's Kisavoyu El Haaretz, then it's Vishav Saaretz. Then the Arukas Abayim says there's a yichud between Eretz Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael says, this is why I exist. I don't exist for the, uh, you know, half a million, for the half a million Christian tourists who come. That helps the economy, and no one's arguing with that. No one is trying to turn them away. I don't exist. I don't exist for anybody else or anything else. I exist only for my, for my Jews. 
I'm waiting for my chosen. In Kisavoa, it's not only when you didn't come to Israel. Every time any one of us steps foot in the land and Israel the Shav starts there itself feels a little bit ah, that feels good, that Shabbos dick. When this Yid came I felt a little bit Manucha. When Shabbos comes, Ba Shabbos Ba Manucha, the Shav And that's why it says the Zacharti as Brisi Yaakov, Brisi Yitzhak, Vafis Brisi Avram Eskar, Veha Oritz Eskar. When Jews come back to Israel, Viharit Eskar, that means Hashem is remembering the Agmas Nefesh, the aggravation, the anguish that Israel feels when Jews are not there. That's the Torah that we're supposed Now we can understand what it says in Eicha, and it's part of the keenness also. When we speak about the fall of Yerushalayim, of the Beis HaMikdash, Nofla, what? Ateres Reshainu, the crown of our head has fallen. Nofla Ateres Reshainu. It means the Beis Hamikdash Yushalayim, Shechina Nevua. Ateres Reshainu, the crown, our splendor and our glory has fallen. Nofla Ateres Reshainu. Nofla. Now we understand from Abshloim Lekluga means. Zoyis Haaretz Hashem Tipo Lachem Benachla. People means that the base the same way that Israel is fallen. It's crying. People means it's crying. It's not Hashem. That Israel is crying. Because why? Because everything in the world wants to fulfill its tafkid. Therefore only a person who has the ears of the Nevi'im and of the Tzaddikim is able to pick up on this Tfila. Despite the fact that you're walking among beautiful stores and shops and there are lots of tourists and people taking pictures and laughing and giggling and you you're able to hear the tefillah that Israel is misnapel l'fnei Hashem. That Israel is davening. Nofla teres reshainu v'oino lonu kichatonu we have sinned. And because we have sinned, we're unworthy of being reunited with Eretz Yisrael. We're unworthy of being reunited with Nevoah. We're unworthy of wearing the crown of the Shechin on our heads. Umimela as a result of our unworthiness. As a result of our unworthiness, you and I think that we sit around sometimes and we maybe we talk to the wife and we sit around and we think, you know, are you, are, you in the, are you in the mood to go on Aliyah? What do you think? Is it possible? The kid's old enough, they're too old, they're too young. I'm too old, I'm too young, I have too much money, I don't have enough money. It's the right neighborhood, it's the wrong neighborhood. We talk it over. As if it's something, as if it's something like we're talking about New Jersey or Rhode Island or something. Maybe I'll go, maybe I won't go. The whole conversation is only the result of our unworthiness. It's the result of our unworthiness. And just by being there doesn't mean that you're worthy to feel its Kedusha either. You could live in HSL and all you're dreaming about is being in New York. 
our unworthiness of being reunited with the Kala, with Eretz Yisrael, with the Malchus of who we are, with Yushalayim. Norfla Teres Reishenu, why? Why is Yushalayim Norfla? Why is she davening? Why is the base of Mikdash every stone? Every stone over there is davening. Because Yushalayim doesn't have any Menucha. It's not just that it's sad and it's because they're ruins, because there's no Menucha. Because those stones, just like the blood of Zechariah Novi, is still bubbling. We don't see it. But the blood is, is still bubbling. So too, the stones of Yerushalayim and the streets of Eretz Yisrael and the, the gardens and the highways, every, every place is, is davening. It doesn't have Menucha. Because your tefillah is not being answered. When we were little children, some of us heard a story, a fairy tale. And I once heard from a Magid an interpretation of this fairy tale. The fairy tale has not, is not from Kedusha, but everything in the world, Hakam Avakish Tafkidan, also has a Tafkid in Kedusha. So when we were little, some of us might have heard, I mean, Yushalayim they didn't, but well, maybe they did, but there was a fairy tale called Sleeping Beauty. Do you remember that? So, I don't remember all. I don't remember all the protein of the story. I, get, I know I remember the basics, the basic uh, mahalach, but I don't remember all the protein, all the details. But there was a there was a there was a princess that was cursed, and as a result of that curse of some witch or whatever sorcerer, I don't remember. But as a result of that curse, the princess fell into some deep, deep, deep sleep. <laughs> and not only that, again, I don't remember, so, you know, if I made a mistake in this, this should be the worst of my mistakes, and I make much bigger mistakes if I don't say a chazal properly, but not only, did she, not only did the princess, the beautiful princess, fall asleep, but also the, the king, the queen, and Arkadekachis, the, the, the dogs in the palace, and all the animals, and even though it says... Even the flies on the wall fell asleep. Everything schluft. Until one day, and of course over the years many people were trying to find them, to wake up. And everybody wanted this Givaldike princess. Until one day, Adan Malach, a prince, who had decided that he would go and he would somehow wake up the sleeping princess, the sleeping beauty. And he was Makabal from the Zokeng. He had a Messiah from the Zokeng of the secret of secret of the palace, of where it is, how to find it. He had a Kabbalah. And there was some Kabbalah that he had a way to somehow wake up the sleeping beauty, the sleeping princess. And he had heard that it was very dangerous and scary. And there were many, many, many B'nai Melochim. There were very Hosheva princes that had tried to do this before. They tried to get there to that palace. By this time, the palace was already hidden. The trees and things and all kinds of stuff grew over the palace. So everything was asleep. And it was all hidden under grass and trees and flowers. It was hidden. 
and and many many had tried, but they weren't matzliach. Not only weren't they not matzliach, but they had terrible endings, and they all died. They fell asleep themselves. But they died. But the Ben Melech, the prince, the prince, the real the emiss, the real prince, wasn't afraid. And he was able to, he had this Kabbalah, and he was able to get to the to the palace, the palace that was covered and that was hidden with all kinds of thorns and junk. And he was able to find the princess, and he gave the princess a kiss. That was the sight. He shakayed him in the shikai spiel. And then she came back to life, and everything came back to life. And the whole palace, and the king, and the queen... And the two of them got married and lived happily ever after. That's Be'erach the Maisa. So the Tzaddikim who taught, who said over, I heard this from somebody who said over, that, he, that the sleeping beauty is Eretzisrael, that's the sleeping princess. And all the years of Galus, so many, so many years of Galus, she fell asleep, and she was covered with all kinds of thorns and stuff, and became desert and filth, and all kinds of things covered up the sleeping beauty, as she sells the sleeping beauty. And therefore, the whole world, nobody in the world knew or could appreciate the beauty of the princess. There were great writers, people who went there, so remember Mark Twain? Mark Twain went to Etchisel. It wasn't so long ago. And the description of Etchisel was so heartbreaking. I mean, he didn't know Bechlal, what's like the. He saw the places as a totally empty, an empty nothing, a, a stomach, wilderness, garnish. He couldn't understand what the Jews are making such a tumult over this place. Not just the Jews, the whole world is making a tumult over this place. So all of the years, the beauty of the palace of the princess was covered and hidden, was asleep. And the only one really, really, really who never gave up and believed in the princess was Knesset Yisrael. That's the prince in the story. So Yisrael, Knesset Yisrael, Am Yisrael. All of the years, all of the years, was dreaming about, trying to figure out how to go and find, and to return, to be reunited, and to be married with the princess. The princess herself was asleep, was asleep, and was dreaming. Now, over the years, there were other impostors, there were other people who called themselves princes who came. The Bnei Esav and the Bnei Yishmael. Christianity and Islam. Who have spread their tentacles over the... Over the Kedusha of Yushalayim of Yisrael. And they sought out... They sought out the princess. And they believed that they were... The, that, that they were the... Each one thought 
Esav and Yishmael, Christianity and Islam, each one, Christianity felt, I'm the true Zivik. And they built churches. And they made into Mokham Kaddish for themselves. And the Galochim and they hold crusades. And the Yishmael, the Yishmael said, no, that is, Yishmael said, I'm the real prince. I'm the real prince. So Islam, Islam decided that it just belongs to, belongs to, to him. And therefore, Christianity and Islam became very uncomfortable and uneasy with the continued existence of the true prince. And throughout all of history, Christianity and Islam has made it a goal. Hakal Muvakish Tafkida has made its goal to kill the prince, to murder the prince, to erase the memory of the prince. You remember, you remember when Arafat Yamach Shemai, Arafat came up with a Chiddush. And by the way, his successor, the big tzaddik, the Heintake Arafat, Abbas, who made, they made also, don't forget, they made Arafat into a diplomat also. He was invited to the United Nations. So you remember that Arafat had a Chiddush. The Chiddush was that there was never a Beis Amikdash. There's no such thing as a Beis Amikdash. It's a Chiddush. It's an Einfall. I mean, any serious archaeologist knows. Any person, any educated Muslim knows that. But Arafat, Arafat began to say this, and as is, as is the Minag by the B'nai Yishmael, it begins with one person, but the next day there are a billion saying it, and now it became the truth, just like it's the truth that the World Trade Center was brought down by, by Jews. So now that's the truth. It's the accepted truth in the Muslim world. That's the atmosphere. So, so this was all the concerted effort of the B'nai Esav and the Mishmael to erase, not only to try to kill the prince, which they, did, they, they have historically done their best, and the world owes them a big yashakayach. They have done their best to destroy, to kill the prince, to find the final solution. So for all of history, throughout history, the effort was made to not only to kill the prince, but to erase any memory, to erase the memory of the prince, to erase the memory of, of the real shidduch between Eretz Yisrael and Knesset Yisrael, the Beis HaMikdush and the Kruvim and the Kapiris, to erase it completely. But all of the years, the sleeping princess, sleeping beauty, never ever stopped dreaming of Jews returning. And never stopped dreaming of the true prince, the return of the, two, of the true prince, who alone received the side, the secret of giving a kiss to wake up the sleeping beauty. And therefore, despite all the Chorbans, and despite all the Goliaths, and despite all the Tsaras, and despite all that the Bnei Esav and Bnei Yishmael have done, 
and all the and all the places of worship that they built, trying to say this is our place, we're the true prince. All of those years, as you know, Esau never ever ever responded. It didn't wake up. Esau remained fashluft, asleep, desert, empty, desolate, barren, asleep. But the Ben Melech, the prince, never gave up hope and still doesn't give up hope. There are Jews who live in Israel. They might be living there, but they still don't know how to kiss Israel. And if you don't kiss Yerushalayim, if you don't have that Messiah of how to kiss Yerushalayim, then you still can't wake her up. Then the sleeping beauty can remain asleep. And a person can be in Israel either for the, you know, intercession, the big intercession, the Sukkot trip, or for the summer vacation a little bit. Or a person can even live in Israel for many years, his whole life. And Israel, you could be Mama standing there by the castle, by standing there in Israel, and it's crying. For a kiss from a Jew. To have that manucha. To, ha- to have that peace. That finally, finally, there's somebody here who understands me. There's somebody who kisses me. There's somebody who has been able to awaken me from the sleep of Gullus. Rabbi Yudha Halevi Rabbi was such a Jew. We're not, we're not in the Madrigi to talk about Vishayinim or Achorinim or anybody. But one thing we see from the Yudha Halevi, Siyayin Halei Seshali L'Shleim HaSirayich. Look inside. Siyayin Halei Seshali L'Shleim HaSirayich, the 36th Kina. Dorshei Shlomeich Vehem Yeser Adarayich. Rabbi Yudha Halevi saying of Yitzion, Halei Seshali, aren't Aren't you asking for, aren't you wondering about the peace of those of, your, of, of Yidin, of Jews who are imprisoned in Gaulis? If you later speak to Israel as a living being, as a living being, as a Kala, you must still be wondering about your Chosm who's imprisoned in Gaulis. I want to tell you something, Yudha Levi says. They haven't forgotten you. They're constantly seeking you, thinking about you, asking about you. All of us are always doing that, you know that. All of us, all of us, all of us are thinking about that. I, I was like the other day, I was by, I was by a big tzaddik. So, so he asked me, what are the, when I, I went and said, he's American. So he asked me, so what are the, what's, what are the Jews in Chutzlar, what are the Jews in America thinking about? So that's a tricky question from an Odom Godel, you know, to get that question. What's he thinking? So I, I said to him, you, they're thinking about you. And I said, and it's, it's not a, it's not a respectful way. You don't say you to a rabbi, right? I should have said they're thinking about the Rebbe. But that's not what I meant. 
So the Rebbe said, the Rebbe looked at me and he smiled. And he said, you don't mean me. You mean our matzah here. And I said, that, that's right. The Jews in America, all we think about is you. That's all we think about is, is what's doing with you. The Rebbe, but all the Jews in America, so what's doing here with the princess, with the sleeping beauty. All they think about, all they're asking about is Shlomech, that there should be peace, that it should be good by you. They're the only ones who are left. The, the true prince, the remnants, the Sheris Aplaita, that are left in Golas. And then you, the lady says later on, if I only had wings, right? If only I could go, if only I had wings and I could fly to you. It's not so hard nowadays for us to do that, even though it's getting more difficult by the day. People come and they go. The beautiful lady said, Ben de Sarach, and you have exactly, I don't have a chance, I, have, I don't have the translation in front of me, but he's saying that, that I would take the pieces of my torn heart that's filled with longing for you. Uh, I would take them to, I would take them to, to, to go there by, to be there by, by the, by your places. Top of 336. Yeah. I would cause my shattered heart to wander amidst your shattered ruins. So beautiful. I would fall on my face upon your soil. And intensely cherish your stones. You know, we have a legend that the beautiful lady was killed when he kissed the earth, when he came to Yushalayim, to Shayafo. There's such a, it's not so clear, but there's such a story. I would fall on my face upon you. So you, the lady, knew how to kiss her to sell. So I said, I said to the children, my younger daughters were never in son, I said, you know, they were when they came to it, so they would kiss, they would kiss the, the ground. And so when I said that, I think, you know, we were in the airport. So I think Shifi said, should I do that now? In it, right here in, in the airport, or should I wait to Shalim, something like that? And and I was thinking that. She said, the Tamimis, you know, the child. When I first went to Hitzel, when I was a kid, my father got on the ground and he, he, kissed, the, he kissed the girl. Now, and it wasn't then in a nice airport with the Shayish, you know, with the with marble. It was the, the plane, you remember when the plane used to stop on the asphalt, on the runway, and used to get down? My father got on the floor and he kissed the dirt, Ramesh. And I realized that when I said that to my daughter, that Yidin used to do that, my daughter thought that we should do it now, but I never intended to do it. Not in Ben-Gurion and not in Yerushalayim. I stopped doing that when I was, when I was 10 years old. Maybe the lady didn't stop. I would, fall on my I would fall on my face upon your soil and intensely cherish your stones and favor your dust. Even as I stand by the graves of the others, I behold in sheer wonderment the choice of burial sites in heaven. What this means, I would fall. I mean, the lady says, I would fall. 
Because that was the tefillah of his life. And the end is Ashim Mechakiv Yegiya V'yir Aloy Sarevech Yibokul Alav Shacharayich Lirois B'Toyvas B'Chirayich Laloyz B'Simchosech B'Shuvech Eilei Kadmus Narayich That we should be Zorcha Be'ez HaShem Each and every one of us should be Zorcha not only to return to Eretz Yisrael in the right way, the right time with all who we love we should be Zorcha to kiss Eretz Yisrael and that when we get there Really, when we get there, I'm not talking about Plaza Inbal type of getting there. You know what I mean? When we really, really get there, that Eretz Yisrael should wake up from us. That we should be each and every one of us to wake up a piece of Eretz Yisrael, the Sleeping Beauty. And that ultimately the time will come that we'll go back to Miyuslaetzena, and then the Sleeping Beauty will wake up, and each and every one of us will be awakened. We desire to see that time, the Yavaka Alav Shcharaich, where the morning of Gula will arrive, Gula Shema and Enva. See you in Halaysi Shalulishlay Masirayim.